Blog Talk Radio. This is Colin from Can I Justify? You're rocking Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Twin. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you are hearing that sound, you know what time it is. It's 89.1 Attitude Era Live, Monday Live Time, with your host, the icon, the big swing, Granny Hulkster and Matthias. And we want to thank Ken's FM for allowing us to come to you every Monday night. And we also want to uh, – We he just had a great guest in the studio. We got a great fundraiser going on. Uh, we're going to have uh, Ken stop by here a little while uh, to tell us about that before our first guest uh, calls in. Uh, I do believe that we have uh, uh, Granny with us. Are you there, Granny? Yes, I am. All right, and uh, Matthias will be, uh, as long as he doesn't hit on the guest, we'll be just fine. Uh, he'll be coming in a little bit. Uh what, what was your name again? Tori. Tori. Uh, uh, she plays ukulele, and, and she is beautiful. I was actually crying out there because of how beautiful her voice was. And, uh, wow, just just romantic stuff, you know, and uh, awesome stuff. So, anyway, let's just uh, – we'll, we'll, uh, we'll start with the show here. Our first guest will be ready here in a little while. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, our first guest will be ready to about, uh, well, by about 9, uh, I want to say by about 9.15, and then our second guest comes on at uh, 9.45, which will be uh, Emily, of course, and then uh, a big treat here starting at, at 10.15 Central Standard Time, we have Chris Farley's brother, which is Kevin Farley, and uh, we're going to talk to him about his brother Chris and about what he's doing and all the other good stuff that goes along with that. As a matter of fact, I know our first uh, two guests are on hold right now. We'll get to you guys here in a little bit. We need to do a quick little uh, introduction here first. Well, Matthias puts on his headset and sits down and figures out how he's doing here, and uh, it's kind of interesting here on 89.1 Ken's FM. Like I say, we've got a fundraiser going on, and we're going to help uh, bring awareness to that fundraiser here in a little while. We know that Ken is, uh, will come down here and talk to us a little bit about that before the show's done. All week long here on 89.1 Ken's FM, he's got bands lined up, he's got guests lined up, trying to earn money to power the tower, and he'll talk to us about that. Matthias, are you there? Yeah, well, I'm can you there we go. Yeah, I am here. I was just kind of waiting for the uh, guest to depart from uh, from this area, so I didn't get in her way when she was done doing her tables. But yes, I'm here to do another radio show on 89.1 Ken's FM. Now, uh, uh, Ken, uh, I know that you're busy here, but uh, would you uh, uh, want to tell us a little bit about the the fundraiser you got going on this week? I think this is your mic here. This one here. This one. Yeah, yeah, you can talk on that one. Oh, three. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So tell us. Uh, what do we got going here on uh, Ken's 89.1 FM this weekend, or this week? This oh, week. We've got lots. Hang on. Give me my piece of paper there. 
Uh, okay, well, give me your. Well, it's your piece of paper. It's not my piece oh, of paper, cause it, but it's your. But it is your studio, though. Yeah, it is. This is the twenty-fourth. Okay, there you go. Yep, that is schedule. Sorry for walking around on you. It's been a long day. Um, what's going on? Tell us. There, are, there are a lot of things on the way. Um, throughout the week, we have a number of uh, guest DJs. And a number of uh, live bands like you just heard tonight. Um, let's see. Are you out of breath, Ken? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, starting at uh, 6 p.m. tomorrow, Tuesday. I'm trying to read the. Uh, it's like it's dark in here, you know? <laughs> and I can't read this very well. But uh, the band is in spades, and they will be here in the studio. Tomorrow night at 6 p.m. And then on, uh, let's see, Thursday, the band Gradients will be back. They've been in the studio already. And uh, they will start at 8 o'clock. And let's see, what else is there? Um, I need my glasses to read this. I'm sorry. Um, Take your time. We're good. We're good. Let's see. Predictions of the predictions of the witch. That's coming up on Saturday. They will be here in the studio at two o'clock. And let's see who else was in there. I'm just trying to read this off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> Can you read that? That that little tiny itsy bitsy print there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, from noon to uh, two on the thirtieth on Sunday we have Kelly Miller coming in. So, is that anything else you want me to read? Or no, I think that's about it. Thanks for reading that. Yeah, no problem. And, uh, thanks for saving my butt. Well, <laughs> and, and I'll, I'll go ahead and read this. Uh, donating is easy on 89.1 Ken's FM. We have two easy ways. Simply go to www.kensfm.com. Scroll down to Donate and click the link. It will take you to our PayPal service, and you can either set up a membership or make a general one-time donation. If you don't like PayPal, then you can mail a check or money order to KNNZFM. P.O. Box 7305, Fargo, North Dakota, 58106. Plus, if you live in the fargo Morad area and you're qualified for a $10 gift certificate to the Shack on Broadway, a proud sponsor of 89.1 Ken's FM, for starting a new membership, just tell us in the comments on the PayPal system that you like a gift certificate and give us a valid address to send it to. Donating to Ken's FM will help enable our station to continue to support the local music community and other hot modern rock on the planet www.kensfm.com and also <coughs> donations will help support this show and will help keep us on well maybe Ken you probably don't want me to say that but uh, it'll help keep this show on the air as well because uh, Matthias I, Granny Holster, we love everything that 89.1 Kens FM does took us out of uh, a garage uh, talking on cell phones to live studio equipment and we are grateful for Ken for that and I know our guests are waiting. Uh, we'll be with you guys in about three minutes. I know it's, but we'll be with you in three minutes. Uh, and now, Ken, yeah. 
I don't know if you want to mention this or not, but uh, didn't the icon save you this weekend, last weekend? To a point, yeah. Uh, he did a pretty good job. Uh, needless to say, coming in from my other jobs, uh, I ended up uh, puncturing a tire. And it was fairly late at night. It was, I think, just before midnight. Right. And uh, uh, I'm not sure, but I think I got you out of bed because you were talking about putting your pants on. Right, right, right. <laughs> but anyway, he came up and helped me change the tire. And uh, we went over, took the tire over to a, a gas station that even had an air hose. And we pumped it up and uh, started listening. And we heard that fatal whistling hissing sound. And sure enough, there was a, uh, a puncture in the uh, tread. And uh, we thought we could get it fixed. But I took it to the gas station today, and they said that uh, if you drive it long enough to hear any kind of rumbling, you've destroyed your tire. Which is which sounds very expensive. So also donate to 89.1 Ken's FM to help Ken get a tire. And uh, I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do here. Uh, this week also, uh, as you donate to 89.1 Ken's FM here, we uh, get a lot of guests that uh, donate a lot of uh merchandise and autographs and all this other good stuff so we will also get you qualified to win some autographs from uh, guests that we've had on our show as well that's awesome so we will do our due diligence uh as long as uh we never we don't get a pink slip in our christmas stocking this year we will definitely uh, uh get you qualified for that and like i said we've had a lot of guests on this show over the last year and a half a lot of good autographs, a lot of good merchandise, so we'll uh, get everybody taken care of on that as well. All right. So I guess what we're going to do here, we're going to take a quick little commercial break. Hopefully this will work, and then we'll bring our uh, our guests on, and uh, we'll be back after these messages from one of our sponsors. Woodspring Suites of Fargo, located at 1090 35th Street North at the I-29 and 12th Avenue North Interchange. It's an extended stay, pet-friendly hotel with kitchenettes in every room, including a stovetop, full-size fridge, and microwave, plus a big 40-inch flat-screen TV with free Wi-Fi. You can book a room at 701-582-1600 or online at www.woodspring.com. Woodspring Suites of Fargo, rated 4.2 by TrustScore. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, stepping out of the green room, walking down the aisle, we have our first guest of the night, and I believe Tatiana Vitello is listening right now. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? This is Tatiana Tokyo-ish, and you're listening to Attitude Era Monday, Live Monday on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, the godmother of wrestling, Granny Holster, and the modern nightmare, Messiah. And if I'm not mistaken, we also have uh, Emily. Are you there, ma'am? Hello, hello, everyone. Yes, this is Emily Alexander Guglielmo, known as the American Mermaid. You're listening to the Attitude Era Monday, live Monday on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, the godmother of wrestling, Granny Hulkster, and the modern nightmare, Messiah. All right, so uh, I actually wasn't expecting to have both of you guys on at the same time, but what we'll do here, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make this work. I always seem to do that. 
what we'll do is we'll we'll talk to uh, Tatiana and then uh, Emily. You'll be here, and then we'll talk to you, and then we'll get you guys both on because you guys both know each other. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have some fun with this. Uh, I'll ask a few questions, and then we'll do a round table. Then we'll come back to me, and then we'll ask Emily a few questions, and do a round table, and we'll come back to me and ask the tougher questions. But uh, first off, uh, Tatiana, give us a little background about yourself and uh, how many listeners you of yours are listening right now. Oh, all right. Well, just to let you know, me and Emily are best friends. Like, we were just with each other yesterday. Uh, we do a lot of business together, and we're always together personally. Um, so we're we're good to be on the show together. Um, Tokyo-ish podcast has been going on for two years. Um, I really enjoy what I do. Uh, I have about 20,000 listeners. Uh, I don't know how many are listening tonight. I hope a lot. Um but who knows what everybody's doing right now? <laughs> I share posted and let everybody know. Um, I, I just I just hope that my voice can bring everybody out. I just did a Halloween special this last weekend and a video shoot, and just so many things are coming up um, for me. I have a show coming out, The Bells of Tampa Bay. Uh, producer is Charles Maddox. The, uh, the, the Bob Marley, he's the nephew of Bob Marley, and it'll be we'll start filming in two months. Awesome. And uh, remember, if you need an extra for that movie, uh, uh, I know that myself and Matthias would uh, would definitely... Hey, would Matthias, would you love to go down to Florida and be an extra in a movie? Well, I mean, you know, I'm always down to do anything that involves uh, me being on camera because, you know, I love doing camera work. And, of course, being a wrestler, I'm always the number one face on the camera. So, I mean, and going down to Florida during this time of year, you know, I'm more than down to do anything to get out of North Dakota during the winter time. You know, I hate to say it, you guys, but uh, both Matthias and I are legends in our own mouth. Anyway, uh, we <laughs> uh, we have uh, Tatiana Vitello and uh, we have uh, Emily uh, with us here. And I can't wait to talk to Emily here in a little while about uh, she's actually uh, she's actually a, a mermaid, ladies and gentlemen. And I cannot wait to talk to her about that. That's going to be awesome. But first off, now now you started your you mentioned you started your show two uh, years ago. And if I'm not mistaken, you uh, down in Florida there, you get to tour the local scene and you get to put on your show live every week. Is that right? Yes, every week. Um, I do every week, but I also go to do events that um, are mainly, you know, in the adult industry. And I'm probably the only podcast of my kind that actually sets up the equipment smack dab in the middle of everything. Um So I enjoy being called out so that I can, you know, interview people right on the set, um, right while they're doing, you know, what they do. Um, You know, I walk with my walker. um, I'm handicapped, but um, that never stops me. Like, I swear I need six legs to do what I do. (laughs) Well, you know, I'll tell you what, there's nothing uh, wrong with that. You know, uh, us wrestlers – I shouldn't say us wrestlers, but some wrestlers uh, towards the end of their career with all the bumps and bruises and stuff they take, they ended up on walkers and canes and wheelchairs and you name it. And we hope that Matthias does not get there, but if he keeps taking uh, body slams on tables full of thumbtacks, he might end up becoming a uh, spokesman for a sewing shop or someone that uh, sells uh, singer sewing machines, stuff like that. If that keeps up, and we hope uh, we hope uh, that doesn't happen, we'll talk to uh, Matthias here in a little bit. Yes, I hope that With doesn't your... happen to him, but it happens. 
Now, with your with your show, you mentioned that you've been uh, doing it for uh, two years. How did you get it started? Um, funny thing, my cousin is my producer. He lives in Arizona, uh, Brennan Jett. Uh, he came down. I haven't we, we hadn't seen each other for like years and years and years, but because we talk all the time, it didn't really phase us. He came down to see me. We spent a whole weekend together, and I was taking him out on the town, and I was taking him to all the different clubs that I go to, and he just was like, how is it that, you know, you're just known in the club, and you have all these crazy stories, and he just didn't believe what he was seeing, and he said, you should start a podcast. I didn't even know what a podcast was, and he wanted to get me on his podcast that he had, but they, his other guys on there thought that he was, um, I was too risque. So I don't like to be told no, so I started my own. <laughs> and ever since then, it just went uh, better and better. I'm actually on 88.9 uh, in Lynchburg, Virginia, and I have another show coming up where I'll be hosting my own my own radio show. Um, I, I can't really say where yet, but it's in another state. So I, I have a lot of different uh, radio uh, stations contacting me. I never knew I had a radio voice. Well, I'll tell you what, you definitely don't have a face for radio like me and uh, some of us do. Of course. <laughs> a face only a mother could love? Well, yeah, yeah it's definitely me. Uh, anyway, uh, we have uh, Tatia Batano as our guest here on 89.1 Kens FM. Uh, we're going to do a little roundtable here real quick. Uh, let's first uh, bring on Granny. What do you have for our guest, uh, Granny? Go ahead. Uh, it's Tatiana, and uh, I, I don't have my time right now, but we have, uh, well, we have about uh, 30 minutes. Go ahead. Uh, Granny, what do you got? Yay. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you Thank on. You. Thank so, you. So what got you started in wanting to do this type of career for you yourself? Um, I was a door girl at Gentleman's Club for about 10 to 12 years, and um, I just there's a lot of stories that go through that. And I'm the only one at the front that listens and pretends to care. And so from there, I just made up relationships with a lot of the features and a lot of the girls that perform, um, guys too, the artists, like rappers and singers, and the club owners. And from there, when I kind of retired – when my cousin thought that we should start a podcast called Tokyo Ish, um, he just was like, you should get a platform for all these stories. And from there, it just, like, grew on its own. I mean, it just started a life of its own, and all the owners of these clubs kind of owed me favors. I never asked for anything before, and I said, listen, just let me come in, pay me, and let me do what I want to do. And I just became a favorite in the industry. That's awesome. Thank you. That is awesome. Uh, we have uh, we have Tat- uh, Tatiana Botello as our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM. And uh, I'm going to introduce you to uh, the Modern Nightmare, Matthias, where uh, we have about uh, 26 minutes here with you. Uh, Matthias, what do you got? Go ahead. Well, first off, yes, you are talking to the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst oh. nightmare, North Dakota's number one heel, current reigning, defending EWI Diamond and APW World's Heavyweight Champion, the guy who was victorious last night in his tag team match, but I'll talk about that later on in the show. Welcome on to our show, but uh, I guess right now my main question to you would be, since you're, you've got this podcast going now, um, is there a certain guest besides me, like a favorite guest you would like to eventually have on your program? 
um, throughout throughout its uh, entirety? Yes. Um, so Tokyo is podcast would love to have Kevin Farley on. When I seen his name in the roster, I just flipped. Um, his brother was one of my favorites, and I a lot of people I think back then didn't know Kevin, but. I did as far as, you know, knowing from behind the scenes. So when I seen that, I told Scott, I'm like, you know what, you're going to have to, you're going to have to move the mountains on that one. And I don't know who the Scott is that you're talking about. Uh, it's only icon here. Oh, is it only icon here? Yep. Uh, what else you got? Uh, oh. Go ahead. Well, I mean, there's not really much like I, today has just been a wild day for me. So my brain's kind of going a million miles an hour in other directions, but, um, Granny kind of uh, took my initial question, but uh, is there? Um, I, I can't think of anything right now. Like I said, I've had a crazy day today, so I've just my brain's been going a million miles an hour. So uh, just give me one second to think of a few here, because like I said, my brain is just wobbled right now. All right. Well, when you're ready, just uh, snap your fingers and we'll go back to you. Uh, so we have uh, Tatiana Vitalo as our guest here. We're on 89.1 Kens FM, and we got. Uh, well, we got about uh, 23 minutes here, give or take, uh, before we go to uh, uh, Emily. Uh, now, uh, I'm, I was supposed to be on your show, I guess, last year. Uh, and as a matter of fact, this is your fifth time on the show here with us. You're now part of the Five Timers Club. Congratulations on that. Uh, we, still, we, we still need to get, get it set up so I can uh, come on your show and uh, bring uh, my fans to your masses. Yes. You know what? How about we just go ahead and make a date right now? I know that uh, I think Wednesdays are your best day, and if we can do a Wednesday in November, I, I'm down. You pick a Wednesday and a time, and I'm ready. All right. Uh, that should uh, that should definitely work. Uh, I, I will definitely work on that. Uh, and uh, I do have your uh, contact information, so uh, I yeah. will uh, – and, and, folks, just so you know, she actually did give me her phone number, and uh, she doesn't mind me calling her at 2 in the morning because she's up anyway. So, you yes. know, everything is fine there as far as I know. <laughs> yes, everything is perfect. Yes, Tokyo is, Tatiana <laughs> is here for you when you call late nights. I'm probably the only person that answers here in Florida. I don't know about other states, but. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Matthias, what do you got? Uh, go ahead. Uh, take a few minutes because I, uh, I got one thing I got to step away and do. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I guess uh, since I kind of remembered, I thought about this. You said you worked in a lot of, like you said you worked in gentlemen's clubs, right? Yes. Okay. So I work at a bar called the Windbreak here in Fargo. And I have a lot of crazy stories myself. It's not a gentleman's club. We've got the Northern here in Fargo. That is our gentleman's club. Um, I've been to only one gentleman's club in my entire life, and that was when I went to Vegas for my 25th birthday. We decided to uh, just to go look at one, see what it was like, and that was uh, in Las Vegas, like I said. I think it was the biggest one in North America, if scores. I'm not mistaken. What was that? Scores. Probably scores. Yeah, right? I, believe, I believe that's what it was. And uh, they had, like, a topless pool party in the back and stuff, and it was just it was a good time. We all had a good time there. Um, but my question now to you would be, since you said you worked in gentlemen's clubs, has there been like a, like, what is one of your craziest stories inside of a club that, that you can, that you can say and keep it PG, please. I, I know that's why I'm like, huh. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I guess. Cause I'll kind of say one happened okay. at the windbreak. So it's like, we have ladies nights yeah. on Thursday nights. 
And so women will come in from 9 to midnight. I mean, they'll go to 2 a.m. if they want to, but from 9 to midnight, women drink free. So, of course, you know, you get all these men that show up, you know, trying to talk to all these ladies. And I've had two instances where weapons were pulled on me. I'm a, I'm a bouncer there. So wow. I got to deal with all the crazy people after they get, you know, intoxicated and, and too overserved or whatnot. And one time these two guys were about to go at it and uh, they were over some guy's sister and a guy pulled out a Bowie knife about, it looked like a foot long. It was like, it almost looked like a mini machete and he was about to, you know, end the guy's life. So I had to step between them. So that was kind of freaky. And then one time, uh, it was, I think, like 3 o'clock in the morning, and this group of guys were arguing outside of the gas station right next to our right next to our uh, vicinity. The club. And I was taking out the trash, and all of a sudden I, will, I have to go approach them because it's like it's 3 o'clock in the morning, we need to get out of here, and they need to leave, and they're just sitting there arguing, arguing, arguing. And I'm like, hey, guys, I'm sorry, you've got to depart. You know, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, you're technically trespassing on our property, and you're just causing a ruckus. We all need to disperse. And all of a sudden, some guy pulled out a nine millimeter and pointed it at me. And oh, I had, uh, and I, and I, yeah. And I was like, and I'm like, and I, what was that? Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say those are scary stories. I was thinking of like, uh, I mean, I actually have a story for you, but those, those are. Scary. Well, it's like you know, you you get the typical drunk person, you know, throwing up in the bathroom. Or you get the, you know, sketchy kind of person that's, you know, just kind of leering at the people or, you know, touching somebody that they don't want to be touched and you got to go deal with that or a typical fist fight here and there. But that was, those are the two freakiest stories, I would say. And then another story was, I guess I'll say this one since Icon gave me a little bit of time. Uh, we had five, and, I, and I'm not being racist here. Everyone claims that I was during that night, but we had five Mexicans come in and they gave us their IDs, you know, and we, we let them in. Well, two of them got very overserved, and they were trying to fight all these other patrons at the bar, and they were all in one big group. So we're telling them, okay, you got to go. And then finally they started to listen. And then when we got to the door, they started, you know, getting physical with us. So I start okay. backing them up, and I'm like, okay, guys, we got to go. You're blocking the door or whatever. And all of a sudden, one one of them jumps and just sucker punched me in the jaw. And I turned around and I just took his head and I threw him straight to the concrete. And I'm like, you move, like there's going to be trouble. And then everybody like started to fight and the cops finally showed up. And then immediately I let the guy get up and he's like, that racist mother, you know what, beat us up. And I'm like, and, and I just looked at him. I'm like, and the cop just looked at me and laughed. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, you're, but, but you're go ahead with your story. So I'm sure your aggression is a little bit more. I mean, you probably have more moves than a normal bouncer. Oh you're, yeah, you're a wrestler. Yeah, the you're one thing that that, that that that's the one thing that is a bonus or as a uh, advantage, because I'm a guy. I'm six foot three and I'm 260 pounds, and I'm a professional wrestler. So if I have to, I will do something. But unfortunately, with with laws nowadays and and I'm not going to be mean here, but the Fargo PD has been targeting us for a lot of situations that have gone down in the past. So we can't really get too physical with customers unless something like really gets serious. Yeah. So like that was, that was one event where I actually got to let a little bit of it out and be like, yeah, you know, stuff went down. But other than that, we got to really watch ourselves. So we can't get too physical with customers, but if I ever got the chance, 
Oh, Daddy, it would go down. I would. would I might have to say that. Well, we had a we had a DJ, and he was huge. He was like six foot four. I think like oh my God, probably almost four hundred pounds. He was a big guy. And uh, we had another bouncer that always wanted to. We had a cattle prong, and they always wanted to prong someone. Well, he was there, and he was drinking one day with all of us day shifts. And the smaller bouncer was like, oh, let me tease you, let me tease you. And the big guy was like, come on, let's do it. But he's like, I bet you it won't phase me. Man, he cattle pronged him three or four times, and this guy didn't move, like not a flinch, not a flinch at all. And we thought maybe the cattle prong didn't work, so he turned around and actually accidentally cattle pronged, or probably on purpose, one of the dancers, and she went down. She was a, and she was a bigger dancer. She wasn't a little small girl. She was a thick girl. She went straight down to the ground, like out of her shoes. Her shoes just fell from under her. And so we know the cattle prowl worked. And it was hilarious to see the other guy. He just didn't flinch at all. He got right up. And the smaller bouncer was a bit scared. And actually, about a couple of days later, we he went, moved back to whatever state. We we didn't see him again. Because <laughs> I well, think he yeah. realized that all that animosity. <laughs> I, I, I could see that. I could totally see that. It's like, you know, he's like, oh, it's like, it's like yeah, all right. And he gets you, and you're like, um, nope, that didn't yeah, affect you. you Uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> you you ain't got nothing that after that. Yeah, no, he didn't. He had nothing because we weren't allowed, they weren't allowed to use weapons. And when he hit that, when he hit that, that entertainer, she sure went down. I mean, it wasn't a joke, and she had a really big burn mark, like because it was a cattle prong, not a not a regular like taser or stun gun. Um, no, that, that's insane. <laughs> that is just. That, it I mean, was, it was. like that's the one weird thing. Like, I mean, like I said, working at our club, we can't have weapons either. But it's like, but then we also can't like search the guests that come in for weapons. Like, yeah. so if something like, and, and one night I was working, I think it was uh, Friday night. And one of the bartenders was off work, and he was having a couple of drinks with our coworkers and whatnot. And all of a sudden, he looks down on the ground, and there's like a thirty odd six round sitting on the ground. And we like we immediately were like in search mode, trying to see what the heck was going on, because we were like, well, we don't want anything bad going down tonight, or else, uh, yeah, it's going to be bad. So, but nothing ended up coming out of it. But it's like we can't have weapons, but. Other people but could walk can. in with one, and you just you just don't know, you know. See, here, uh, Tatiana Vitello is our guest here. We're, we're on 89.1 Ken's FM, and we got about uh, 15 minutes here. And uh, uh, I, I, uh, do you have uh, do you have another uh, question, number five? No, I'm good for right now. We got to talk about that, so I'm I'm pretty okay. safe for now. Well, you know, uh, Tatiana, one thing uh, I I kind of was was interested in knowing you actually dressed up for the show, even though it's on radio. Uh, I saw your post on Facebook. You have this, like, what is it, like a $1,000 white dress or something that you're wearing for this particular interview. It's awesome. Thank you. Well, you know, I always dress up because it makes me feel better, and then I can project myself better to you. Because if I'm just laying, like, not dressed up, I can't be Tokyo-ish podcast. Is it a Versace? Yes. See, I I knew that. Uh, yes, you did. She that. has, uh, yeah, she has, she has, uh, she has great expensive taste, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I believe Emily is still with us. Are you there, Emily? Hi guys. Hello. Yes, I'm right here. 
All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. We we had you slated at uh, 9:45, and we're still going to ha- have you on for your full 30 minutes. I just want to let you know that we're not ignoring you. You're still on with us. Just so you know that uh, we still love you, and we're not going to uh, forget about you. We just want to let you know you're still there. Oh, good. Yes, I'm here. I'm listening to every single word. <laughs> and, <laughs> Emily and- gets to listen to me all the time. <laughs> Well, it. as you as you can see, Emily's really excited about uh, being on hold right now. <laughs> but we are on eighty nine point one Gens FM, and uh, for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, you know that if you go to eighty nine point one Gens FM like that, go to Attitude Era Monday Live Monday like that, do a ten dollar month power the to power the tower, uh, we'll get you automatically qualified to win a autographed picture from past guests, current guests, and future guests. And I know that Tatiana. Uh, recently sent us a care package, and uh, our listeners will get qualified for that. And also this week, if you uh, donate to 89.1 Kens FM, we'll not only get you qualified to win one autograph, we'll also get you qualified to win a couple. So we will take care of you for sponsoring 89.1 Kens FM. Ken will get me a list. I'll uh, find out where to send that stuff to, and we'll get you all taken care of, no problem at all. And, uh, Emily, I'll uh, beg for autographs from you here in a little bit when you're on with us. Uh, but, anyway, Tatiana, let's go back to this. You and I have known each other for such a long time, and yeah. uh, I believe uh, when we uh, when you were first on the show, I believe it was uh, your show was just starting out, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it was within its first couple months of infancy, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. And uh, now, it, so you've been uh, you've been doing it for two years now. Tell us basically what happens when uh, you go from club to club. Uh, do they uh, does a club owner have to call you and say, "Hey, you can come do the show here"? Or do you have to reach out, or are they like, uh, "Well, you know, I'll tell you, we we definitely love to have you." And we'll give you uh, we'll give you an open bar tab or. Uh, how, how, how does someone book you to be in their club? Okay, so it's a mixture of everything. Like I said, when I started off, it was kind of like me asking favors through the club. And once I hit like one or two clubs, the owners started talking amongst themselves, word of mouth. They knew me, so they were like, oh, my God, bring your podcast here. They actually all pay for my podcast. Um, there are different pay rates and different packages when I bring features, when I don't uh, host parties, stay for more than an hour. Uh, do more than one interview, and now I've actually reached out to clubs in Miami. I went overseas internationally this summer, and I went to Italy because we're from Italy, and my mom still owns houses over there. And in Ponza, we went to my cousin's club called Sacrocino, and I did a podcast in Italian at the club, and I didn't think I was funny in another language, but I was. <laughs> So they, it's just word of mouth, but you can go online to Tokyo-ish, that's I-S-H-H, podcast. Um, you can Google Tatiana Vitello. You can Google Tokyo-ish pod. Um, I'm on Asia Radio, Amazon, Spotify, anywhere you can think of. I'm everywhere. And um, you can just message me. Um, I'm a one-woman show. I pretty much take care of myself. I'm a momager, so I take care of all my girls, including Emily. Um I'm always doing something. So you'll, a lot of people out here where I live, they see me or they know me. And a friend of a friend will call or message me or actually 
send someone to, you know, find me, they'll email me at talkyoish at yahoo.com. And I'm pretty much booked right now till the second week of November. And uh, now, Matthias, uh, our fans knew that this was coming. If if Matthias and I, and maybe we even big Granny, I don't know if Granny likes to travel to Florida, but uh, would you be willing to uh, I've get us a... I've been to Florida, a, uh, Icon. I've been to Florida. Oh. I went to see my sister-in-laws in Florida last year. Well, well, that's not what I was insinuating. What I'm saying is, uh, if uh, Tatiana would be uh, able to get uh, me and Matthias and even Granny a pass to get into the club and be live on your show, uh, Matthias, would you be up for that? Well, absolutely. You know, I'm always down to have new experiences, that kind of thing. And, I mean, working at a, and doing stuff at a club would be would kind of cool. I mean, I'm used to it being a bouncer, so why not? And uh, oh, I'll tell absolutely. you what, uh, you can have two bodyguards for the night. Uh, uh, you and Granny can be on the air, and then uh, me and uh, – Matthias will stand guard while you guys are on the air. How's that sound? That would sound amazing. I mean, I also do have my own bodyguards, but, but that would we work. can do that. Yeah. I would love for you guys to come down. I will take you on a world tour where we hit more than one club. And, I mean, I could take us to bars. I could take us to uh, – I mean, there's so many other things that besides even the Gentleman's Club, we can go do stuff on the beach. I mean – you would be shocked at some of the places that I'm invited to. Well, you know, I, I'm sure that everybody would like to see Granny in a bikini, but I don't know if no, anybody. No, no, I am not wearing a. I'm not wearing a bikini. I can't. Not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> and Granny can take care of herself. I mean, I I have to share a really quick funny story with you all, really quick, and yeah. and our guest might get a, a big kick out of this. Touchdown Raiders! Okay, big three. Thank you. You didn't need to play that. Okay, that wasn't what I was talking about that was so funny. All right, Saturday was, I'm not a wrestler, but even though my gimmick name, I'm not a wrestler, I'm just a big fan of professional wrestling. And I help with an organization called Wrestling for a Cause that we do wrestling shows for kids fighting childhood cancer. And Saturday was their 11th year anniversary show. Well, Big Stevie Caballero, who is a heel manager, he was part of this 10-man elimination match. And he thought he was going to be very smart and very cunning. And in the middle of the match, he decided to come over and handcuff himself to Granny Holkster because he was thinking that, okay, if he handcuffed himself to me, that nobody would hurt him, right? And every time somebody came over to hit him or with whatever, you know, they had weapons, they had trash cans, they had Kendo sticks, you name it, they had cookie. He got hit twice with a metal cookie <laughs> sheet by yours truly. And I yeah. and, and and he comes over. I said, Stevie, what do you think you're doing? He says, I'm handcuffing myself to you. I said, why? He said, well, nobody will hurt me. And they would come over and go to hit him, and he'd sit there and put his hand over his head and say, don't hurt the old woman, don't hurt the old woman. Because, But, you know, it just ended up backfiring on him, and he ended up getting fired, you know. So Stevie Caballero. Yes, Stevie Caballero, because Richard Pierce, who was at that time the director of wrestling operations, which I think – he no longer even has that title because the stipulation was that if Tim's team lost, Tim would lose the company to Pierce and Big Stevie. But Tim's team yeah. won, 
so you know um, they can't get control of WFC. But uh, oh, yeah, so Pierce, I'm basically Stevie got fired, and you did know, did you get punitive but, damages? I'm sorry. Did you get punitive damages? Did you get damages no. for the emotional? Well, you know, stress? I mean, well, you know, it it just because the fans they love Granny, they really do, and I try to make it fun for everybody, you know, because Granny doesn't like to heal wrestlers. I holler at them, and they tell me to sit down and shut up before I break a hip or they'll say, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? So all the wrestling fans at WFC, they love me. You know, everybody loves Granny. Even the heels love me. Well, they just you, don't want to admit down, it. You come down to Florida, I think you should be um, the at, at the Gentleman's Club with us, and you could still do that same thing you do. But you're going to do it towards the um, towards either the fans or the people who aren't tipping or towards some of the girls that maybe aren't very good. I'll stand by you and do it with you. We're here on 89.1 Gens FM. We need to take a quick little break uh, uh, to hear from one of our sponsors, and we'll be back after these messages. Stick with us. As a non-commercial radio station, Ken's FM survives in large part by the generosity of listeners like you who value public radio and have become a member. Your donation continues to allow us to support local artists and musicians and play the music you want to hear, not what advertisers think we should play. It enables us to broadcast feature story news so you can hear the news, not opinions. Public radio doesn't have an agenda. We're not in the business of pushing our point of view. Our mission is simple. Reflect your interests, not the interests of some corporation. If you believe that having an independent, non-commercial, public radio station in your community is a good idea, become a member now. Find out how by visiting our website at www.kensfm.com. And remember, independence has a cost, and it's as little as $10 a month. And we are back here on 89.1 Kens FM. And uh, here's what we're going to do here, uh, Tatiana. Uh, uh, we're going to have you. Uh, we're going to have you stay on with us. Um, yep. And uh, we're going to uh, bring. Uh, uh, we're going to bring um, Emily on with us. And so, Emily, oh. so I don't. Uh, I, I'm sorry. So I don't pronounce uh, mispronounce your name. Can you tell me your, the pronunciation of your last name again, please? So it's Emily Guillermo, but the American version is Guglielmo. Okay, can I can I just call you Emily? Exactly, yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Uh we uh now you have actually an interesting uh career if I'm not mistaken. Uh uh you're uh you are like uh uh, uh D- Daryl Han- uh Hannah inspired you if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a professional mermaid. Um I, I travel all over do all different types of, of mermaid performances, whether it's in uh, aquariums, big fish tanks, at pools and in hotel resorts. Actually, this weekend uh, for for Halloween, it's a it's a week long cruise. I'll be on the the Virgin Cruise Line doing uh, mermaid performances there. Uh, so it's really exciting, and I travel all over the world. Now, uh, you mentioned that you're going to be going on a, uh, a ship now, and I know uh, we're, we're, well, we're a year or so removed, but uh, is, is COVID still a big issue on cruise ships nowadays? No, 
that I feel like that's that's pretty dissipated by now. Um, they're not even making me get my. Uh, they're not even making me get a COVID test. I'm not vaccinated, but they, they're not even making me get a COVID test. So, and we're going to three different countries: Honduras, uh, Costa Rica, um, and Belize, I, I believe. So we're going. It's, it's about a week long, and I'll get to be one of their mermaids on the, the Virgin Cruise Line. It's their their mermaiden cruise ship. It's it's fairly new, uh, and the whole cruise ship is mermaid themed. It's really it's really upscale, very clean. Um, and Richard Branson, the owner, he'll actually be there too. So so he'll get to hang out with us. That'll be fun. Uh, Emily Gugamila is a guest here on 89.1 Kent's FM, where we got 32 minutes here. Uh, I'm going to ask you a few more questions, then we'll do a roundtable, and uh, I know my co-host will have a few questions. But now, you mentioned that uh, you're, you're an actual mermaid, which is actually really cool. So I'm just kind of curious, when, you, when you're ready to go on on stage, uh, I'm sure that, uh, you know, the last time I looked, uh, uh, mermaids don't have feet. Uh, do you have to get carried to the stage, or do they just, like, dump you in the tank? How, how do you get to start your performance? <laughs> I know. But that's a very good question. I, um, and depending on the gig, um, I always have to have, like, a mer wrangler or a mer handler. Because uh, once I'm in the full silicone rubber real-life mermaid tail, because it, it's, it's made just for my body, and it's full silicone. So once I'm in it, I'm, I'm There's no getting out walk. of it? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the tail. So I have to be either held, carried. I mean, there, there have been so many situations where I've had to actually get creative. I mean, I've used a, a wheelchair and actually wheeled myself uh, <laughs> uh, through to where I needed to get to. Um, but, yeah, it, it, all, it all depends on the gig. But there's no walking once I'm in the tail. Now, I'm guessing that uh, uh, also being a mermaid, I would guess that uh, you could, uh, you're, you, you, you got, you got to be a good swimmer. So uh, when, when are you going to uh, try out for the Olympics? Oh, thank you. Well, you know, I'm a born and raised Floridian. So growing up, I was naturally, we, we went to the beach every weekend. My dad was a professional surfer growing up in Hawaii. Um, but, but, you know, and on the hindsight, ironically, my mom never even learned how to swim. She was born and raised in D.C. Um, talk about uh, opposites attract. But anyway, go, growing up as a, as, a, as a girl in Florida, naturally, my dad would take us to the beach every weekend. And we would, you know, find sand dollars with our toes and we'd catch scallops with our hands. So I, naturally, I was a, a, a free diver at a young age. And um, scuba dive, go go. We'd go out on the boat all the time, and um, I feel like I've always been a mermaid. But it wasn't until I was about 21 when I bought a full silicone mermaid tail that was made just for me, um, and I, I really just bought it to take photos uh, on the beach for for myself. And and naturally, people started coming up asking me questions wanting to take pictures with me, asking how they could book me for their children's birthday party. Uh, and it just kind of happened organically. And um, from there, 
I, I said, wow, okay, well, obviously there's something here. I made a quick little website. I mean, we're talking over 10 years ago. I, I, I made the website myself. It was awful. I mean, I kid you not. But I was getting organic traffic, and people were calling me left and right. And, that, and, and so I was doing that virtually full-time for a while. Um, and so I trademarked the Florida Mermaid, and that, that became really heavy branding. And then when I started going outside of the state is when I branded the American Mermaid. And now I, I'm global. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, we'll, we'll come back and ask, uh, I'm going to ask you a few tougher questions here in a little bit. But uh, let's do a roundtable. Now, I know that uh, Granny, who I'm going to introduce you to, uh, she loves the movie Splash, as a matter of fact. And uh, I, I know that uh, she'd like you to come swim in her hot tub in, uh, in Arkansas. But Granny, what do you got for our guests? Go ahead. Well, welcome to the show. And unfortunately, I do not have a hot tub. But yes, I always like the movie Splash. And I and I remember an episode of Charmed where Phoebe got turned into a mermaid, <laughs> and that's what made me think of this. And you know, you were talking about yeah. being a mermaid, you know, and everything. I can only imagine how difficult it would. I mean, I just I I can't imagine. You know, I know it's it must be awesome being able to do something like that to perform yeah. it aquariums and everything. I mean, I, 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 I would, I would love that. I have a friend that actually lives in Tennessee and I think his wife, if I'm not mistaken, his wife went at Disney world, uh, before they actually got married was actually, I think played the part of Ariel, you know, the little mermaid at Disney world from time to time, uh, before before her and Matt got married, I think you know, but um, but I remember seeing her in costumes in mermaid costumes, you know, at Disney World, and mm-hmm. that must be just really amazing <laughs> to be able to to do something like that. Thank you, Granny. I appreciate that. It, you know, it's funny uh, you mentioned part as I, I think I remember that episode where she got turned into a mermaid. I remember that episode mm-hmm. on Charmed. <laughs> mm-hmm. That uh, was, Emily, an, that uh, was an amazing episode. Uh, Emily Gillamilo is our guest here, uh, the American Mermaid, and we're on 89.1 Kens FM. And before we go to Matthias, uh, for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, you know that if you do a, uh, a like of 89.1 Kens FM page, do a like of Attitude Era Monday Live Monday page, and do a $10 a month donation to Power of the Tower, especially this week, uh, we'll get you qualified to win uh, not one autograph, but a couple autographs from uh, a couple guests from past, future, or present. Now, uh, Emily, would you be willing to send us a few autographs for giveaways? Absolutely. I, I would love that, a thousand percent. And I'll also send some makeup from my, my water-resistant mermaid makeup line. Oh, hey, well, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, but uh, I have uh, a Matthias here. Now, he, uh, he he's looking for a job to be your bodyguard, and he'd be willing to uh, carry you to the to the stage. Uh, Matthias, what do you got for our guest? Go ahead. Well, yes, I will not repeat the same, uh, you know, spiel that I always go off since you've been on with us this entire time. Uh, but, yeah, that Thank would be quite that. <laughs> Excuse me. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, I might just say it now. But anyway, 
Uh, yes, it would be an honor to carry a mermaid to her tank. I've never done that before, so a new opportunity is always welcomed. I am a very strong uh I, I'm not going to describe myself in any other ways right now, but strong man who can uh, carry people. I've known to do that in the professional wrestling ring. Um, I carry people as uh, as heavy as 350 pounds on my shoulders, so I'm wow. uh, I'm good to go in that case. Um, but one of my main questions to you was, if if I'm not mistaken, you had mentioned that you've scuba dived before and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so definitely. I know there's this there's this fear call in like there's this phobia around uh called thalassophobia and that's a fear of deep bodies of water. Has that ever like did that ever affect you like when you're scuba diving or do you just or does nothing like that come across your mind when you're uh doing that activity or you're in the water in any way? Um so I think I still do kind of get like the it's almost like butterflies in my stomach. Um, but I, I, I think one time when I was um, scuba diving at night and we went down pretty deep and um, this night eel went like slithering across, um, I, was, I was pretty scared being at night. That was, that was pretty ballsy. That, that's extreme. So since then, I, I, I choose to scuba dive during the day but um yeah yeah it, it's it's a thrill for sure me and yeah, emily still like get that... scared when we when we dive in her bathtub <laughs> <laughs> i bet i bet um but yeah the the main the one reason i asked that is because i'm a big uh historic uh historic kind of guy and if i ever could i would like to go visit the titanic um the the wreck of the Titanic, but you know you can't scuba dive down that far. But to think like if you've got thalassophobia and you go like into that deep kind of body of water where you have no idea what's underneath there or like right. anything could happen when you're underneath that water, I would always I would love one and people call me crazy for this, but if I could I would like to uh, cage dive with sharks. I'd like to sit in a shark cage yeah. and watch them kind of swim around and stuff. I would do that if I had the opportunity, but yeah. I don't think I could do what you do and go just free dive into this huge body of water. Cause like when I go out to the professional wrestling ring, I've got butterflies enough and I'm inside a building with hundreds of people and I'm about to go out there and just do what I do and, and hurt somebody in the ring and beat somebody. But it's like to go down there into <laughs> the unknown is like, that would probably give me too many butterflies. Well, and for, well, so last year I I skydived for the first time, and I had thought I was scared of of skydiving, so I never did it until last year. And, and you until didn't I skydive did with it, your I, tail on, did you? That I needed. I really need to do that next time for content purposes. That would be incredible. Exactly. <laughs> wow. A mermaid out of so water, wasn't... jumping out of the air. Is that allowed? Well, I think it is. And then me and, uh, of course, they'd have to push you out of the plane. And me and Matthias will be there at the uh, at the bottom of where where you're <laughs> jumping out of, and we'll be there to catch you. Actually, you can do that. I would be skydiving with her because yeah, I remember yeah, when I was in, again. Yeah, the the same trip that I had mentioned with our previous guest, um, when I went to Vegas and went to the Gentleman's Club, that same day 
I went to the top of the stratosphere and jumped off. I did the free wow. fall from the stratosphere in Las Vegas. Yes. And that's like, I, I think, 855 feet from, from the top to the bottom. And it's just like that free-falling feeling. Like, you feel absolutely weightless. It's just, it's, that's wow. an incredible feeling. If anybody ever gets the opportunity or wants to even think about it, I suggest go for it. I mean, I wouldn't say immediately go up into a plane and skydive. I would say do maybe the the stratosphere jump just to, you know, okay, this is 800 feet versus 10,000 plus feet. You know, it's like that. Yeah. You could go to the extreme if you want right away, but I wouldn't, in my opinion. Uh, Emily uh, Gilamano is our guest here, and we're on 89.1 Kins FM, and uh, we also have Tatiana here. we got about uh, 20 minutes here with our gals here. Now, uh, Emily, I'm kind of curious, and I'm watching some of the videos. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just saw a video of you getting carried to the stage, and uh, I would definitely like to volunteer to do that. But uh, <laughs> uh, how long can you hold your breath underwater? Um, right now, I'm probably at like two and a half minutes. But, I mean, there was one time I was almost four minutes. But, it, it, you know, if you don't swim every day, you, you lose it. And then, if, you know, I, I can regain it back if I practice every day. Um, so I think, I think right now I'm probably about a minute and a half, a, a solid minute and a half, almost two minutes. And in a given <laughs> week, how in, in a given uh-huh. week, how uh, how long are you in the water in a given week, uh, uh, as an estimate? Now, during the summer, so the summer is obviously like the main season, um, so it's a, a couple times a week. But around winter, it could be a couple times a month. Wait for, a minute, aren't, we like, in the water every, aren't you in the water every day? Because it's like you take a bath. Well, like from like a big mermaid gig, um, the summer definitely is our is like the busy season. Um, so we're like getting out of the, the busy season right now, but there's still always stuff going on. Like this weekend, uh, going on the Virgin Cruise Line, that will be very exciting for a, a whole week, and um, going to be doing lots of appearances and shows. The the whole cruise line is mermaid themed, so I'm very excited. And I'm guessing that uh, when you travel, I'm guessing that you must have, uh, well, maybe 25 bags of luggage, uh, one for your tail, <laughs> one for all your costumes. Uh, you need to have like 10 bags full of your makeup. Uh, what yeah. what uh, what is your travel expenses like with uh, your luggage? Well, I've become I've learned to be very strategic. Instead of having the big one overweight, I disperse it in like two or three different ones. But last year when I arrived in Kenya, Africa, they opened up my bag and they were so confused. Of They were absolutely baffled on They're like, what is this uh, with my tail? Um, so it definitely, gets, uh, it definitely gets stopped through security many times. <laughs> So now, uh, yeah. okay, I, I gotta, I gotta ask. Going through the airport, and uh, they send your, your luggage to the X-ray, X-ray machine, and then they see your mermaid costume in there. Uh, do they like uh, say, uh, well, security? I think we have a problem here. Um, uh, have you ever had any situations going through security? The, the one that stands out the most recent was when we went to Africa. 
um, actually last Halloween. So ironically, a, a year ago this this week. But um, when, when we when we when we touched down into Kenya, we were in a smaller airport, and then when it went through the thing, they opened up the luggage. They were going through our stuff. And, and actually pulled out the tail and was, like, taking pictures with it. It was wild. But they, they got How did you explain it? it? I was explaining, like, look, you know, we're here on a mission. I'm going to take uh, pictures with the kids and my tail. Uh, they they loved the concept, but they had never seen that. Almost like, like a fish out of water, no pun intended. They didn't know what it was. They were like, what is this? <laughs> Well, you know, um, uh, I had, uh, and not that anybody cares, but, you know, I had interviewed Jeff Dunham, and uh, I had asked him, you know, you have, you know, you carry ventriloquist dummies and everything. He's like, yeah, sometimes, you know, they look in the thing, and then I'll do the voice, uh, like, he, he'll, like, voice the dummies, and like, what is going on? This thing is talking them out. You know, it's just like, I mean, I... I you know, I can imagine that he has trouble, and he just—he's just ranch just well, but, but you're a mermaid. I mean, that's just got to be weird. Now, speaking of being a mermaid and doing shows, uh, and I'm—I'm going to talk about um, uh, some of the uh, magazines that you've been in. But uh, now, there can't be too many clubs uh, around the U.S. that have a tank that you can perform in. Yeah, no, not—not not too many, but. The ones that that do have big aquariums, it, it, that's it's such a blessing. But the ones that don't, we have a dry. They call it a dry gig, a dry show where we'll create a beautiful centerpiece with with a backdrop, and I'll sit there and people come take pictures with me. So we definitely make it work if there is no water. <laughs> um, but I, I, I really prefer the, the water gigs. Um, we have a traveling fish tank that you can also book. Uh, it's like a massive fish tank where I, I swim back and forth. So that's really fun when there's like um, uh, pirate festivals or outside music festivals, water festivals. You, you just kind of pull it, drag it in, you fill it up with water and um, – it's cool because you can travel. It goes all over. Uh, we have uh, Tatiana and uh, uh, Emily here as our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM. we got about 14 minutes. Now, uh, one other thing I was going to ask, and now don't take this the wrong way, but uh, do you ever do any celebrity dunk tank stuff? Yeah, actually, yes. Yep. Um, <laughs> so it, it varies on my type of mermaid gigs. I, I do the full spectrum from children's parties to um, festivals outside to even circus type of um, interactive uh, like that. And um, some of them can can be more adult themed, you know. Um, So I really, I've done all different types of of gigs. It depends on the client. We've also done uh, really big conventions, um, technology conventions. I mean, it's just wild. Like, I mean, you can literally put a mermaid in anything, and it just it makes a splash to any event. But, well, you know, be a cool moneymaker. Okay, get this: five dollars a toss, right? Uh, you dunk the mermaid, 
for five dollars <laughs> a ball. Five, you dunk the mermaid, and if you dunk the mermaid, you get a kiss on the cheek from the mermaid. Five bucks a toss. What do you think? You, you can make a million bucks just doing that. I love that. I'm yeah, and that's very interactive. People would love that. Um, I'm totally. Is that you let me know. Friendly? I'm just joking. Uh, now, uh, so we can uh, so we can do this here real quick here before uh, I forget here, and then we're going to talk about some of your magazine uh, uh, appearances. But uh, Emily, if our fans want to check you out, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. What do you got? Yeah, so you can find me emilyguglielmo.com, and then that's the same on Instagram, Emily, and it's G U G L I E L M O which actually means Williams in Italian. So if you go to Italy, Guglielmo is, is William. So it's, it's actually very common in Italy. <laughs> um, so find me on Emily Guglielmo on Instagram, my website, and that really is me behind the DMs. So you can reach out to me and ask me questions or whatever. And uh, Tatiana, if our fans want to reach out to you, you got the same thing. What do you got? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. What do you got? Yep, you can find me on TikTok, on Rizzle, on Clapper, Instagram, uh, Facebook at Talk Yo Ish. Ish is spelled I S H H. So Talk Yo Ish podcast or Talk Yo Ish pod. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. I'm on everything. YouTube, Talk Yo Ish podcast. Now, Emily, I'm kind of curious. Uh, being a, I mean, the the profession of a mermaid is, uh, it, you know, I, I don't think too many people can do it. I I, I know that uh, I know of you and Daryl Hannah. That's about it. But uh, have you been in any magazines that, that we might have uh, featured? In any magazines that we might have heard of? Um, so I have been on the cover of Playboy. I've been on the cover of Maxim. Um, I've also done a few different segments on Playboy TV, um, USA. So uh, you've probably seen me on maybe one of those mainstream magazines. Um, and, yeah, yeah, um, there's quite a few other magazines, but those are the main, like, mainstream ones that people would know of. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that you're going to be going on a, a cruise ship uh, for a couple weeks uh, what 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 what's the, the your schedule look like for the rest of the uh, year as uh, we close out uh, 2022? So we uh, I'm doing the cruise line, the Virgin Cruise Line as their mermaid next week for Halloween, and then I get back and we're actually filming a documentary. It's a mermaid documentary um, about just like the, the the mermaid community and and mermaids are extremely trendy worldwide if you haven't noticed so this actually will be airing next year on netflix um and it just it's a it's a docuseries about three or four different episodes and it goes in depth um of just the mermaid community in general and what what that means like what it what people do how how people make money as a mermaid entertainer um and 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 so this documentary company is is traveling worldwide, um, featuring well-known mermaids. So my segment, will be, we'll be filming that next month. Um, and then Christmas, I will be, uh, like, spending time with family, prepping for next year, uh, getting ready. I, I feel like December is the time to, like, be near family and to, to re, uh, 
recharge, get ready for the new year, set my goals, and my set birthday. my intentions. And my birthday. Yes. <laughs> You'll be with me. Exactly. Now, now Emily, one, one thing I will ask, uh, when that uh, series comes out on Netflix, would you be willing to come back on the show and join us so we can uh, pitch that for you? Yes, I would love that. Please. Please. And, uh, you know, hey, uh, uh, Matthias uh, and Granny, I know you guys probably won't believe this, but uh, we have uh, Tatiana and Emily, and they both have given me their phone numbers. Think about that. Well, I mean, you know, to be to be a guest on your show, you do need to have their contact information. So, I mean, I, I guess I have to believe it because they're our guests on our show. Well, yeah, but the difference is uh, they haven't changed they haven't changed their numbers yet. So. Well, now now that they've been on the show, now that you've mentioned that, I would probably expect it. Well, you know, uh, and I know that nobody cares, but uh, I remember when I was in high school, I tried to get a date for prom, right? Uh, I'll, I'll never forget. I asked 12 girls, and uh, 13 turned me down because this one guy came, one gal came up to me and said, "Don't even think about asking me." Uh, thanks, Big Swing. I appreciate the endorsement. Thanks, buddy. Uh, so we have Tatiana and uh, Emily Alexandra uh, Guviano as our guests here. Uh, now, uh, 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 Tatiana, tell us uh, what your schedule looks like for the rest of uh, 2022. Um, okay. So uh, in about an hour is my husband's birthday, uh, so we're going to be taking Tuesday to celebrate that. Um, I have actually a video shoot for the Lux family this weekend, and uh, Manny Oquendo is a really big photographer of mine and Emily's, and he's doing another photo shoot with us next week. And then um, I'm saving uh, November for Scott Icon, uh, for uh, the Icon, for all you guys to come on and either come down or just be on my show um, then in December, my birthday, but I'm filming. I'm starting to film for the Bells of Tampa Bay. We also will be on Hulu and some other networks uh, in a few months when we're done filming. I think I sent you the trailer. I know I did. Um, the trailer is right, on right. YouTube. And definitely, um, we just can't wait. We're going to start filming with me. Janine Derrico is on the show. And it's a docu-series. So we all, each girl gets about a couple weeks on the show. Um, but me and Janine started off. Uh, Emily will be on the show. Uh, there'll be a lot of other girls that they've seen on my podcast. I'm on episode 108, so hopefully you guys can be, you know, 109 or 110. Well, you know, and the other thing yeah. is, what we would definitely like to uh, come down to uh, Florida and, uh, uh, you know, Matthias, I, I, you know, we could uh, probably uh, – I go down there for a weekend or a week or whatever and uh, just kind of check out the scenes. But uh, one thing I do got to ask, as long as, uh, you know, we got a, we got a few minutes left here, uh, uh, Tatiana, she is a Buccaneers fan, and things are not going well in Buccaneers land, are they? No. <laughs> no. So I switched over and, uh, now. I'm going to switch over uh, to uh, maybe another another state. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Matthias and uh, my team, uh, the Vikings are doing okay. We're 5-1. And, one. and uh, 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 Granny, she's a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and uh, uh, we all know how much she loves the Kansas City Chiefs and the Raiders. And, Touchdown uh, Raiders! And I believe Granny's team <laughs> won this weekend as well, didn't you, Granny? Uh, she might, might have went to bed. Ren, icon, 
when you, when do not go there and thank you big swing you didn't need to play that because when you are a chiefs fan you have to be a raider hater which i am very much a raider hater i do not like the raiders so well i want to be with granny i want to i want to change to hers can i be a chiefs fan you sure yeah. can yay yeah well i'll tell you uh, you know, I'll tell you, first off, uh, Emily, uh, I want to thank you for uh, for being with us tonight. Uh, we only got a few minutes left, but Tatiana, thank you for now being a member of the Five Timers Club. And uh, I, I definitely want to do your show. The only thing is, I uh, w- would we be doing just audio or video? No, we would do. We could do whatever you want. I mean, you're probably used to audio, but we can do video and audio. It's whatever you want. Listen, I'm going to do what you want me to do when you want me to do it. That's what I'm going to do. Now, uh, now, well, that yeah. Uh, Now, Matthias, uh, I'm sure you'd like to be on the show as well, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, my face is built for cameras, and my voice is uh, ready for every woman's (laughs) dream. So, you know, let's uh, let's make this happen. (laughs) Now, I would uh, love for you to get So, Messiah, that means I can give your phone number out? Absolutely. I mean, I've been waiting for you to hand out my number to these lovely ladies. I've been waiting for it. Matthias needs to fill more <laughs> dreams. He can't, he can't just – he just can't swarm dreams. He's got to be welcomed in. So, hand it out. Well, I, I think those well, – uh, I think those would not – I, I don't think those are dreams. I think those are nice dreams, actually. <laughs> Anyway, I was going to say, if your uh, breath smells good, then it's all good. We can uh, okay, yep, Well, I mean, I brush my teeth. I brush well, my teeth. Well, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> I brush my teeth, so that's all that matters. So now, uh, you know, I'll tell you, um, the interesting thing, uh, Emily, I was just going to ask you one other thing. Uh, you know, I'm looking at uh, your website here, and there is one picture I just got to ask about, uh, if whether it was in a tank or underwater whatever, but... Uh, you're in like this middle of a, this like rock formation, and you have you have like a gold tail. Uh, where were you? Where was that taken at? That was actually the Bahamas, and that was right off the um, Pig Island, where they have like all the pigs in the Bahamas. It was right off the coast, about five ten miles, and um, we you actually we had to me and the photographer had to swim down into a cave, um, and it was actually quite quite deep to get down there. The only way to get through there was if you had a, a, a long breath hold, right? So it was a, it was an adventure. And that actual one photo icon, that photo is what made, what kind of made me global. Um, that photo is kind of well-known, I guess, globally. So thank you for pointing that out. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, gals, we want to thank you for joining us. We'll definitely have you both on again. And, uh, uh, Emily, I'll be in touch with you about getting the autographs. And uh, yeah. um, uh, Tatiana will be in touch after the show about getting me booked for your show. And I do appreciate yeah. you gals for being on with us. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for being on. We love, love you guys. All right. All right. Our, our next guest is Waiting in Wings. Uh, we're going to take a quick <clears throat> little time out, and we'll be back right after this little message. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZ-FM, Holly, Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. The greatest sibling in the history of comedy. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the brother of my hero. 
and he is my hero now as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Kevin Farley. Uh, hey, hello, fellas and ladies. How are you? Are you there? Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? Kevin? Yes, can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? Hello? I can hear him. Hello? Uh, are you there, sir? Kevin, go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. Are you there? Hello? I don't think Hello? he can hear. I don't think he can hear you, Kevin. Uh, I can hear you, but right. I don't think uh, Icon can I, hear I, you. He's on hold here, I think. Um, no, he he's been talking, Icon. Uh, can Can you hear me, sir? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello. Uh, Kevin, are you there? Yes, I am there. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, I had a little snafu here with the board. Sorry about that. So let's uh, 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 let's uh, do this again. Uh, you uh, you are uh, can I can I call you Kevin or should I call you Mister Farley or how should we address you, sir? Oh, you can just call me Kevin. That's fine. All right. Uh, we do want to thank you for uh, joining us here uh, on eighty nine point one Kent's FM. The first thing we're going to do here is have, uh, we'll have you give us a little background about yourself, and I'll ask you a few questions, and then we'll do a roundtable, and I'll come back and ask you the tougher questions. Uh, so if you want to give us a quick little background about yourself, then we'll uh, talk to you. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, uh, well, my name's Kevin Farley, and uh, i uh, born in Madison, Wisconsin. I won't reveal my age. No, I don't care. I'm 57 years old, and uh, I uh, grew up in Madison, Wisconsin, as I say, and uh, went to uh, Marquette University and uh, graduated. Worked for my father for a few years selling asphalt and uh, got into comedy after that down at the Second City in Chicago. And uh, studied there for a few years and then made my way out to California where I uh, was an actor for many years uh, in Los Angeles. And uh, I just uh, started doing stand-up around 2012, and I've been doing stand-up ever since. So uh, that's kind of a shorter version of, of, of my career and what I've done. Along and, the way, uh, you, it'll, it'll and you've been in uh, Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. You've been in Beverly Hills Ninja. You were in The Water Boy. Uh, you were in uh, Dirty Work. Uh, you're also in all that. Um, you know, yeah. being in all those, uh, being in all those different films, uh, uh, that had to have been uh, quite an experience. Uh, being able to do films with uh, your brother. Yeah, uh, it, it was. It was fun. Um, a lot of the uh, early films of Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, and, and uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, um, I would either be in or, or help write. And a lot of times I was writing with him and we were on the set together. And it was kind of fun to be around that whole thing. Yeah. Those were great movies. And they don't make those movies anymore, you know. So it was yeah. a time where they uh, – they had a lot of fun making comedies. They don't, you just don't find that anymore. So, yeah, and I mean, uh, I, I can't even think of the last time I ever saw a good comedy movie. Uh, you know, I mean, you also, uh, 
you know, there, there was your brother Chris, of course, and there's you, and you also had a brother. You also have a brother John, if I'm not mistaken, uh, your older brother. Yes, that's right. He's uh, younger than I am. Uh, right, he's an actor also. Yes. And uh, we have uh, Kevin Farley as our guest here, and uh, we have we have uh, we have so many questions, and we have uh, we only have 35 more minutes here with you. Uh, so what I'm going to do here before we come back, I'm going to ask you the and this is your time. We're going to be talking a lot about you, but I also want to ask you some questions about Chris as well. But uh, before we uh, come back to me, uh, Granny, what do you have for our guest, Kevin Farley? Go ahead. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure and honor to have you on with us tonight. And, yes, I mean, those movies that you mentioned were really good movies. And you're right, they don't make a good comedy movie hardly anymore. It's just, it's not the same as it used to be. So what made you decide you wanted to get into that career of acting and directing and, you know, just doing what you do best? Well, when I uh, was, uh, I wanted to move away from selling asphalt, uh, and so I followed uh, my brother to Second City, which is uh, an improv theater down in Chicago, and when I saw the uh, main stage down there, I went and looked at it, and I thought, this was such an amazing thing, I really kind of fell in love with improv at first, you know, um, improvisation and, and uh, kind of uh, an improvisational performance, you know. I uh, I got a real thrill out of it. And then I decided to just move to Chicago to kind of pursue my dreams uh, then, you know. Um, and... You know, it was those years in Chicago that I really kind of learned a lot about just comedy and how to perform on stage. And those years, yeah, they were uh, pretty formative for me back then. And uh, then I moved uh, to film and TV, which is Los Angeles. So I had to kind of move out there if I wanted to be on film and TV. So that's what I did. I, I moved out to Los Angeles and started auditioning for different shows and you know through the years I just built up a resume doing a lot of uh you know guest starring roles some some of my own movies and and uh for 20 years I I lived in LA and, and auditioned for a lot of things but uh but I I really just got it when I first got into uh, saw second city is really where I got inspired to uh to pursue a career in uh, comedy. On uh, Second City, uh, who were some of the others that you got to work with uh, when you were on Second City? Well, at the time, when I was down there, uh, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, uh, Scott Adzit, um let's see, who else was in there? Uh, I wasn't there, I just gotten there before Stephen Colbert and, and Steve Carell had just left the stage. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, really brilliant uh, performers, you know, people that you don't know, like Jenna Jolovitz or, well, Rachel Dratch was on stage. I never got to be on main stage with them, but I was in the company with them. But uh, I got to see them and how they worked and 
it was really Adam McKay also was was on the main stage at the time. So I learned. Uh, Kevin, go ahead, sir. Yeah, I learned a lot from them. You know, just watching them and how they how they approached things. Uh, Kevin Farley is our guest here on eighty nine point one Kins FM, and uh, uh, I want to introduce your other co-host. Uh, we have uh, Matthias and. Uh, uh, Matthias, I know that you're a big fan of uh, comedy movies as well as your horror film infliction, but what do you have for our guest, go, uh, Kevin Farley? Go ahead. Well, first off, yes, I wanted to welcome you onto our show. I won't give you the same spiel as I've done this entire show. Um, but I guess I've got two kind of bigger questions for you. First off, throughout the years, um, since your brother had unfortunately had passed away, do you ever see yourself, like, throughout the years, Still being like, were you ever compared to him, like while you're doing comedy, or has, or do people compare you a lot to Chris at all? Well, I think people see that I kind of look like him, but I don't really act like him. So, I think when they see me, they say typically, "Oh, you have some of the similar mannerisms and that kind of thing." So. In that sense, yes, I am compared to Chris there. But our performance uh, style is quite different. You know, I'm I'm not as bombastic. You know, so mm-hmm. um, yeah. So uh, you know, I think we get compared just by the fact that we look like. You know, but our personalities are quite different. Okay. And then um, my second question would be: When you were doing stand up, and while you do stand up. Have you had many hecklers throughout your career? And what is one way, if you have, what is one way you've uh, gotten rid of them or you've, or you've uh, reacted to them? Well, I've learned that, uh, you know, sometimes a heckler can really be favorable for your show and kind of, it, I don't really, I think I've realized that heckling is such a part of stand-up that, doesn't quite bother me as much unless you know it gets really really out of hand but once in a while I don't really mind it as much but if it gets too too much then yeah that 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 can ruin the show but you know I've learned from a lot of stand-up that how how to do what they call crowd work which I'm not great at there's other people that are better than I am at it but um and that's certainly a, a you know muscle to uh, work and uh, a talent in and of itself. So I try to learn from those guys and not get flustered by it and try to move on with the show as much as you can, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't really I don't okay. really get bothered by a heckler. I don't really I don't really get bothered by the hecklers really. Most of the time they're they're pretty uh, you know harmless. Okay. Uh, Kevin Farley is our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM, and uh, we have about uh, 29 minutes. Uh, and um, uh, one thing I do want to do, Kevin, is, uh, uh, you know, um, my two comedic heroes uh, in my lifetime of, were, of course, your brother Chris and John Belushi. And uh, I always wanted to be like them, and, of course, uh, I know that I will never, ever uh, be uh, that good. But uh, before you do exit, there is one thing I do want to read. Um, 
when I when I started getting into entertainment, uh, I always wanted to meet your brother, and I always wanted to read uh, this little excerpt uh, because he inspired me with it. We'll take care of that in a while. But uh, one thing I do want to ask you, though, uh, Kevin, is uh, what is it like working with Nickelback? Uh, if it wouldn't have been for you in the movie, the, uh, oh. in the movie, in in the music video uh, this afternoon, that song never would have been a hit. So, what was it like working with Nickelback? Oh, that was a that was fun. I mean, uh, Nickelback. I got that uh, <laughs> that from Nigel Dick, who uh, was the director for Together, which is a boy band that I did years ago. And Nigel put me in uh, a lot of different uh, mu- music videos. I'm in a Lifehouse video, and I'm also in a Nickelback video. And uh, that was a Great afternoon, you know. We we sat around and and uh, played in the pool and uh, and shot a movie video uh, or music video. It was fun. I loved it. Those guys are very nice. I I uh, enjoyed it very much. You know, it was just a lot of fun. I, I'm I'm lucky to have known the director, so I got in that. It was really fun. You know, and uh, I I am a big fan of yours, Kevin, and. Uh, uh, and here's how big of a fan I am. I just want to know, what was it like giving uh, uh, Drake Parker and Josh Nichols a parking ticket? <laughs> yes. <laughs> much, of my, much of my career, I, I have played uh, police officer. <laughs> I've done a lot of that. Uh, that's Drake and Josh. I, I was a police officer. And, uh, you know, that's another show that was just a joy to work on. You know, they shot that in the Paramount lot and, you know, just really easy and fun. And those guys were so talented. I I was admiring those guys. They were really good. And I just think that was a great show. To, I love that show. And, uh, you know, uh, I also got to ask, what was it like uh, being on TV with, uh, uh, with uh, uh, Urkel uh, on Hawaii Five-0? Yeah, Paulie Shore. You know that. Yeah, that was a that was a, a a thing that they called me up and said they wanted to put us three together and do like a hangover type episode. And we were these accountants that were partying too much and then got involved with the murder. And uh, yeah, I you know I'd never met those guys. Paulie, it was Paulie Shore, myself, and and Shalil White, and I'd never met those guys before, and we really hit it off out in in Hawaii. It was such a fun show to shoot, just a, a great crew, and and they're polished, and uh, it was a joy to work on. And of course, get to go to Hawaii, you know, which is fun, and uh, those guys were really nice to to uh work with. I mean, they were a lot of fun. Easy going, really easy and fun. Uh Kevin Farley is our guest here on 89.1 Ken's Family. We got about uh, 25 minutes here with uh Kevin. Now, I I'm also kind of curious. Now, uh did you ever uh try out or want to be on Saturday Night Live? No. No, I I figure my brother had done that so well. I, I didn't. I didn't feel like that was going to be anything that I should pursue myself. I wanted to go into like sitcoms or movies or that kind of thing. So, 
So what uh, what projects are you working on now that uh, if if you can talk about them? I know a lot of uh, guests that we've had on are uh, involved in projects that they have to keep secret. They can't really talk about. But what what are you working on now, Kevin? Well, I'll tell you what. I just finished this summer a, a movie called One Up, which is about a female video game uh, team in college. Uh, it's a fun little movie. It's called One Up. I finished that. That's on Amazon right now. Uh, I did another movie. It's on Amazon called The Baby Pack, which is uh, directed by my friend Matt Berman, and that was really fun to work on. That's about uh, just a, a story about people that uh, two pe- two people that got together. It's a love story. It's a really wonderful love story, and and so that that that's out there right now that I just finished. Uh, I also did a lot of voiceovers on F is for Family, which is a Netflix show, and that's currently running right now. We've wrapped up that show, but you can always look at that on Netflix. There's there's six seasons of that where I do like five voices on that show, which is fun, and I love doing voiceovers. And I do a podcast uh, that's going to start coming out right now called The Farley Farm, which will be debuting next month. And it talks a lot about my wife and I and our six dogs. <laughs> you have six dogs? We have six dogs, yes. Are they big dogs or small dogs or a combination of <laughs> sizes? They're small. All of them are small. Wow. How do you, how do you, how do you, how does that work? How do you keep all them in line with <laughs> six little, I got one little dog I can't control. How do you control six yeah. dogs? I did, we don't really do well with it, but you know, I mean, they they sort of rule the roost. You know, uh, one other uh, project I was going to ask you about that, uh, um, you, you know, you've always uh, you you you've been my hero. But when I found out that you were doing this movie in uh, 2011, uh, that you got to work with the Tool Time Girl, uh, Pamela Anderson, uh, in uh, uh, Hollywood and Wine. Now that had to have been an experience doing that. That was a, a movie that I wrote and directed with my friend Matt Berman, and that was the first time I put together a movie on my own. And, uh, you know, I got Pam involved, David Spade, and Norm MacDonald, and Horatio Sands, Chris Catan. We had a really good Jeremy London. We had a really good cast, you know, in that, and uh, Mickey Whalen. Just a wonderful cast, and um, we had a lot of fun shooting that in Pittsburgh, and um, that is a kind of a crazy movie that I wrote with Matt, and, uh, you know, it won't win any Oscars, but <laughs> we had a lot of fun shooting it, that's for sure. Well, well, it, well, it should win something anyway. I mean, it was, I mean, you had such a great cast there. You you even had, um, 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 uh, Sergeant Chance Callahan, you had Leslie Easterbrook. That yeah, I mean, good. yeah. yeah. How, how could not not win any awards? You got Sergeant Callahan, you got uh, you got you, you got uh, David Spade, you got you got the Tool Time Girl. <laughs> how can that not win yeah. something? I, it doesn't make any sense. To me. I don't know. We had Chaz Palminteri, you know, from the Bronxville. He was in that too. And uh, uh, VC of Fox as well. Yeah. Vivica Fox was in it. Yeah, yeah. Now, now uh, you, uh, 
I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. We really had a fantastic cast. It was We were blessed. Now, I was going to ask you, uh, and uh, I do want to ask you a few questions uh, about uh, Chris, uh, because he was uh, the uh, my hero. As a matter of fact, uh, when he used to do that to get the Chris Barley show, people always used, uh, on Saturday Night Live, people always used to say, you know, you're, you're a lot like him. That's the way you are. It's like, well, okay, well, hey, I, I appreciate the compliment, but uh, do you think that, uh, you know, they, they'll ever do a uh, an actual movie uh, about uh, Chris, and would you guys welcome that if they did uh, a movie about Chris? Well, I know that there was some talk about that. I don't, uh, I don't know where that is. There was a biopic. I know they've done some documentaries, but I don't know. I don't know of any project right now. There was there was going to be a movie that they were going to do, but I don't think it really got off the ground. And uh, we're we're here with uh, Kevin Farley on eighty nine point one Ken's FM. And for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, you know that if you go to our uh, Facebook page, Attitude Era Monday Live Monday, you like that. You go to eighty nine point one Ken's FM, like that. Do a ten dollar month donation, Power of the Tower. Uh, we'll get you automatically qualified to win an autographed picture from a past guest, current guest, and future guest. And so we're doing a pledge drive this week. Uh, we'll get you qualified for a couple. Uh, Kevin, I'll understand if you uh, turn me down for this, but would you be willing to send a few autographs for giveaways? Uh, what do you, I, I don't understand. Uh, do you want me to sign up some autographs? Yeah, could you do that for us? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know how I do it, but... Yeah, okay. I can sign All right. it. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'll, how, uh, would, how would I fact, sign it? Well, what I'll do is, uh, you know that uh, collector's card I made for you, what I'll do is I'll uh, I'll have a few of those printed out. I can send them to you, and then you can autograph the back. Okay. Yeah, sure. Awesome. Uh, we have uh, Kevin Farley as our guest here, and we're on 89.1 Kent FM. Now, what uh, – since you have such a wide range of projects you've done, is there a project that you, like, really are looking forward to that you really want to do that uh, you haven't had a chance to do yet or something that you, like, really like to work with uh, that you haven't had a chance to work with yet? Well, the podcast is going to be fun. I'm, you know, the the Farley uh, Farm podcast, I'm looking forward to that. I also have one that I do right now, which is called Offsides, which is about football, and I love talking about football, and that's, that's on YouTube right now, and I love that show. And um, I, uh, I'm going to be hopefully one day doing a one-man show in the future, which I'm looking forward to. I kind of want to put that together and uh, take that out on the road. That would probably be the next big thing. Well, you know, I'm I'm kind of curious. Uh, uh, you you mentioned uh, growing up in Madison, Wisconsin, and uh, you know you lived a lot in Chicago. Uh, are you more of a Packer fan? Or are you a Green Bay fan? A Chicago fan? Or none of the above? Or do you have a different team that you're loyal to? Oh well, I'm a Packer fan. Yeah, I've been a Packer fan all my life. And yeah. uh, well, I. I, I got to ask you, is, is, if you don't mind talking about football for a little bit here, uh, uh, things are not going well in Packerville right now, are they? Uh, no, we just lost another one to the Washington team, and I'm like, oh no, 
the commanders, uh, you know, the, that, the, that, it's not good. Well, you know, uh, both Matthias and I, you know, we're Viking fans, and, uh, you know, Green oh. Bay is 3-3 three and three right now, and we're 5-1. and one, And I don't hang up. Don't hang up. I mean, you know, we uh, it, it's, a, it's a great rivalry, but, uh, you know, Granny Hulkster, you know, she's a Chiefs fan. Uh, you have an opinion on the Chiefs? I, I know what you. I know what Packer fans feel about the Vikings, but uh, do you have an opinion on the Chiefs? Well, I think the Chiefs are fan, always fantastic. When as long as you have Mahomes there, you know, I think that uh, you've got a chance. And Kelsey's good too. Once you've got those guys, you always got you've always got a chance to win. You know, so Chiefs are a great team. I, I enjoy. Uh, I went to one Chiefs game one time in the Sea of Red. It, it, the fan base there is really awesome. And uh, I love Arrowhead Stadium. in the NFL, <laughs> or one of the largest yeah. stadiums. It is. It is. And the fans are so rabid. They're great, you know. So if you ever have a chance to go to Arrowhead, it's, it's a lot of history in the NFL, too. It's like one of the oldest uh teams in the NFL. Well, you know, we lost Lynn Dawson earlier this year. You know, a few months ago, Lynn Dawson passed away, and I know. was kind of sad, so. Yeah, Lynn had, was was uh, amazing. He also did my favorite show, which was on HBO, I think, the HBO NFL. Inside the NFL, right? So, inside the NFL. I loved it. Yeah, and he was so uh, great on that show. And he was also a great chief. I mean, he he led a great life, and it's sad that he's gone. You know, I I used to watch that show religiously. Uh, it was Len Dawson and Nick Bonacani, and uh, right. of course, uh, both uh, played on teams that beat our Vikings in the Super Bowl. We won't talk about that right now. But uh, you know, yeah. the one thing that uh, the one thing that always sticks out my show is the guy that did the voiceover for all the highlights. Uh, I mean, he just had one of those distinct voices that, you know, you don't hear anymore. Oh, yeah, the frozen tundra, that low voice guy. Yeah. Yeah, I like that guy. I don't know what happened to him. Well, he passed yeah, away. He never... Yeah, he passed away a couple years ago now. Oh, that's sad. He was great. So let me ask you this. As a, as a football fan and a Packer fan, uh, uh, do you think uh, Green Bay can pull the nose up on this thing, or uh, do you think that? And I know, I know, we, we're here to talk about comedy. We're not here to talk about football. But uh, do you think Green Bay can pull the nose up on this thing? And uh, do you think uh, we might be uh, seeing uh, uh, the twilight of uh, Rogers' career, and he might uh, uh, be doing the retirement thing? Well, I, I think, I think, yeah, I think he might be just wanting to run it out but also he's got he just signed a huge contract so you never know you never count Aaron Rodgers out I think that uh, there's a lot of football to be played I'll tell you that they just have to go back to the drawing board and and uh, try to figure out what's wrong I do think they're going to come back they're going to get their share of wins I just think that the Vikings are solid this year so you know, I don't know. It might be their division, but the Packers, uh, they'll be okay. I mean, I don't think they're going to have a great year, but I think they'll be okay. And I think Rodgers will be back next year. You know, he'll be back. He's got a few more well, years do you, to play. Do you think uh, 
comparing your quarterbacks from recent and now uh, current, do you think Rodgers or Brett Favre was your best quarterback? Huh, that's hard to say. I think that uh, probably I want to say I think Brett Favre only because he got us the two Super Bowls, you know. I mean, I I always judge a, a guy by if they can bring us to the Super Bowl, you know. And uh, he he got us there twice, lost one and won one. But so I got to say Brett Favre. I love Rodgers, you know, but he hasn't been real good in the playoffs, you know. Yeah. Have you ever you, – how, how many games have you seen Lambeau Field, if any? Oh, I've seen plenty. I have uh, a friend of mine who has tickets, and he invites me. So I've seen a lot, yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I've been going up to Lambeau Field. I love it. What, what, is, your, what is your favorite thing about Lambeau? Uh, it's, it's definitely not the cold because uh, we're here in North Dakota where it can – well. We're lucky we don't have any snow yet, but uh, here in North Dakota we have uh, four seasons, winter, flood, road construction, and football. But uh, <laughs> uh, what, uh, have, you, have you been uh, in Lambeau Field uh, in, in the dead of winter? Yes, yes. And I always wear my orange snowmobile suit. Yeah, and bring, <laughs> bring plenty of peppermint schnapps. <laughs> Uh, do you yeah. have a uh, Do you have a favorite stadium food when you're there? Well, brats. You know, when you're when you're at Lambeau Field, you better have a brat. Uh, do you uh, Do you recommend a stand up? We uh, if uh, Matthias and ever go down, uh, of course we'll be wearing our Viking stuff. They'll probably throw us out. But uh, do you recommend? Uh, do you have a favorite stand there that you go to? I think they're all the same in there. You can you can find a good brat in there. Uh, they're all good, you know, they're Johnsonville or something like that. But, you know, everywhere in the stadium is good food. Oh, yeah. Are you going to go to a Packer game? You're coming up? You're going to a Packer game? Well, uh, I, I'm working on it. Um, I... Uh, I uh, I know my wife is listening, and it's a surprise for her, so I can't really say too much right now. Uh-oh. But I am working on uh, getting... Uh, uh, getting her down there. I know she wants to go to uh, U.S. Bank Stadium, but uh, I'm working on getting us a uh, a Packerville uh, a game as well. Well, why don't we do this? You, me, your wife, my person I'm seeing right now, and Mr. Farley. We all go to a we all go to Lambeau Field in the dead of winter. Now you I'll you, you still live time. in Wisconsin, right, Kevin? Yeah, no, I live in Florida. My wife and I live in Florida, and oh, so uh, we you, live. Yeah, so you don't have to deal with any cold stuff anymore. <laughs> I know, I don't know. Thank God. Uh, wh- <laughs> where, where in Florida do you live at? Uh, Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Uh, now you guys had. Uh, uh, we can talk about this a little bit. Or I don't know if you want to or not, but. Uh, during the hurricane, uh, Fort Myers really got uh, really got hammered, did it not? Yeah, it did. Yeah, the uh, the uh, it went right over us. Oh, so oh, so you, yeah. so you, did, so you uh, didn't suffer any damage then? Oh yeah, we got a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we had uh, damage to our back and and everything else. 
it was, but we we, we managed to be okay, you know. But uh, no, it was it was a nasty storm. I'll tell you that. I mean, whenever you drive around Fort Myers, all you see is is rubble and and it's the disaster. Uh, uh, do you think how long do you think it will take before? Because uh, uh, I I know our Minnesota Twins have their uh, training camp down there. Uh, how long yeah. do you think it'll take before they uh, get back up uh, and running out there? Well, they'll be okay by the time that rolls around. But uh, I think it's going to take a long time for places like Fort Myers Beach. And I know Matt Lachey or that area is going to take a long time, you know, uh, maybe years before those those places get back up and running. But, I know the twins; they'll be fine. I know that 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 looks. I actually went by there. That looks okay out there. But uh, there's just spots that I think are going to take a long time to bounce back. Uh, Kevin probably is our guest here. We got about uh, seven minutes here with uh, Kevin. Uh, one thing, Kevin, uh, if you can indulge me for just a second, there's one thing that uh, I always wanted to read uh, to your brother, and because uh, uh, I know he carries this in his wallet and. Uh, you can just indulge me in one thing. I just want to read this, and then we can uh, talk about yeah. it. Uh, yeah. As I stumble through this life, help me to create more laughs and tears, dispense more cheer than gloom, spread more cheer than despair. Never let me become so indifferent that I will, fall, I will fail to see the wonders in the eyes of a child or the twinkle in the eyes of the aged. Never let me forget that my total effort is to cheer people, make them happy, and forget mortality all the unpleasantness in their lives. And in my final moments, may I hear you whisper, when you made my people smile, you made me smile. Uh, of course, right. that's a clown's prayer, and I carry that in my wallet. Um, Do I try you? To get through that without, yeah, I tried to get through that without getting emotional, but uh, yeah. I know your brother carried that with him, and uh, I carry that with yeah. me as well. And uh, Yeah, that's um, a beautiful prayer. Yeah. And I know it has a lot of meaning to you as well. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a prayer that uh, when we went to Marquette, we had a priest. Uh, his name was Father Naus, and he was uh, a clown in his in his spare time, I guess. And he was a very funny guy that that passed that prayer on to Chris, and uh, and so Chris always had that in his pocket. And he would say that, you know, many times before he went on stage or something like that. It's a, a lovely prayer. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I still think of that prayer a lot. You know, it's a nice, and, it's very uh, nice. Do you have a, do you have a favorite character of Chris from Sunday Night Live? And I can, I'll let you know mine after you tell me yours. Um, from Saturday Night Live, uh, probably... I think the Gap Girls, you know that that well, that was that cracked me up a little bit. Uh, yeah, he did some strange ones that I thought were pretty funny. Um, but that one was that one was really good. I like that. Yeah, you know one of um, one of his uh, characters that actually uh, got me my first radio gig. I used to do the Man Down by the River, and uh, yeah. I, I used. 
I, I knew that by heart, and I still I'm not going to do it here because I want our fans to stay listening, and I want you to I don't want you to hang up. But uh, I I knew that skit by rote, and uh, I used I I did that when I first tried out for my first radio gig, and I got the gig because of that character, uh, and uh, you know it's just your your family's meant so much to me over the years. And uh, having you on with us, don't hang up, but having you on with us uh, has just been uh, amazing, and we do appreciate everything that you do, sir. Oh, I appreciate you guys. I, I thank you for the compliment. That's very nice. Uh, you know, uh, I just enjoy, I, I like what I do, and it's, it's, um, it's been, a, it's been a, a joy a lot of times. Up and down, you know, it's a difficult job. But I do enjoy what I do, and... I appreciate you. That's very nice of you to say. Thank you. And uh, if our fans want to check you out and see, do you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok, uh, a radio show? What you got? <laughs> no, I got. Uh, I have Twitter, and uh, that's what I mainly do. All I, I, right. Oh, I'm Kevin, and I have a website, uh, KevinFarleyOfficial.com. People can go to that. And my Twitter is I'm Kevin Farley. And uh, when does your uh, when does your uh, radio show start up again? Uh, the podcast with my wife and I and our six dogs called Farley Farm. That'll start next month. And uh, how much would I have to pay you to be a guest on your show? <laughs> well, you could certainly call in if you want. I mean, I'm sure we'll have guests that call in, so. You're more than welcome. Awesome. You know, it's going to be uh, kind of a free fall show, a free for all kind of show, free forum, I guess. We're going to have our dogs there and everything, so uh, we're just going to riff a lot and talk about different things and, you know, uh, just the craziness of having six dogs and this and that. And, so now, uh, will this be audio or video? Up. It'll be both. Both, okay. And uh, you'll be able to watch this on uh, YouTube or, like, uh, click on the link then and watch you guys do that? Right, yeah. You know, I'm I'm a dog lover. I just got to ask, what are the names of your six dogs? Oh, there's uh, Humphrey, Gracie, Albert, Doug, Poppy, and Pepper. Oh, I love those names. Yeah, they're good names. And are they, we have, are they all the same kind of breed? No, no, no. We have two Pomeranians, actually three Pomeranians, but two of them are the purebred Pomeranian, and then one of them is a toy Pomeranian. And then we have uh, a Pomapoo and a Shih Tzu and a Japanese Chin. And is that it? Those are pretty much it. I'm thinking that Pepper must be the Japanese chin, right? No, no, that's Albert. Oh, okay. Uh, What kind of dog is Pepper? Pepper is uh, Pomeranian. Okay, all right. Yeah, we have... uh, We also, uh, I forget our cat. We have a cat. We have one cat. Uh, So I'm I'm guessing that the cat tells Uh, the dogs what to do, like at my place? No, that, 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 that we do sometimes at night here, uh, Doug, our other Pomeranian. Doug Doug goes after Oscar the cat a lot and kind of wakes <laughs> us up because, you know, Oscar 
meanders around the house at night and Doug will see it and, you know, he thinks he can take the cat on, but the cat usually wins those fights. <laughs> yeah, I, I myself, and I'll send, uh, and uh, not that uh, you'd mind, but I'll, I'll send you a, a picture of my little kitty and my puppy dog. I have a dog named Homer Icon Diggs, named after my father, myself, and Stefan Diggs. Uh, after the, he was born after the Minneapolis Miracle, and then I have a cat named Midget, and he's not really a midget anymore, but. Uh, uh, it was my uh, mother-in-law's cat. We got her after my mo- mother-in-law passed away. But, uh, yeah, I uh, for some reason, the cat always seems to rule the roost over the dogs. I don't know what it is, but that's what happens in my place. It sounds like that's what's happening in your place, too. Yeah, well, our cat kind of just is on his own. I mean, he's sort of, uh, he just, uh, you know, kind of does his own thing. Every morning I get up and he follows me to the food and uh, he'll look up. <laughs> uh, he knows where to go for that every morning. Then we kind of don't uh, that... see him for a few hours. He's out there and then and then he'll pop up every once in a while, you know. That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Kevin, uh, we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us. We love you so much. And uh, if we haven't scared you away too much, we'd love to have you join us again. Uh, uh, uh you know, maybe a year from now when we can uh, talk about uh, your uh, podcast and how uh, how many millions of listeners you do have. And we do appreciate you being with us tonight, and we want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with us. Thank you, sir. My pleasure, guys, and thanks for having me on. All right. Kevin Farley, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have uh, just a few more minutes here uh, before our uh, before our theme song hits. Uh, so, uh, uh, Granny, thank you for uh, being with us tonight. And uh, Matthias, You're of course, welcome. we want to thank you. And, uh, uh, Granny, you'll be here next week, right? As far as I know. And Matthias, you'll be here with us next week as well? Yeah, that should be the plan. All right. Uh, we got about uh, we got about a minute here. Now, uh, uh, so everybody knows that uh, this week at 89.1 Ken's FM, uh, we are having a pledge drive here. Uh, for the station, uh, Ken, uh, Ken will be in the studio uh, all week long with different bands. Uh, so tune in and uh, uh, donate. Uh, if you like what we're doing here, if you love the station, if you like an independent radio station uh, that uh, does not cater to corporate uh, America, uh, this is the station for you. And if you like what we're doing, if you want to stay on the air, uh Make a donation, and we will definitely uh, do our best to keep going. And like I say, we'll get you qualified to win autographs from past guests, current guests, or future guests. Uh, and uh, we will uh, definitely get you all set uh, with that. Uh, until next week, uh, love each other, care for each other. we got a big show coming up next week. Uh, be staying abreast of our uh, Facebook page to find out who's going to be on. And uh, there will be more big announcements coming up next week. So until we see you then, have a good night. Be safe. Love each other. And join us next week. You think you know me.